Wednesday morning, and we got a full house back in the studio. Hello, everyone. Hello. Good morning. All right. <laughs> I think everyone's ready. Christy's been doing the game day chant already this morning. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> it's game day. It is time what for the Wednesday game. Here we go. All right. So, Battle of Generations. First up, um, welcome Scott, our data guru here at KLRC. He's been hard at work for the last, he's been doing like crazy hours. Taking care of all of our data here. Always serves our listeners really well. And reps, the boomers, sir. What up? <laughs> oh, wow. He's that kind of that boomer. Very, yeah. not boomer up there. No. <laughs> that was very. All right. Andrea will rep the millennials. Hello. Uh, Christy will rep Gen X, of course. Hey, hey. And Chaplain Justin is here to keep score and keep the peace. I'm on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, notepad ready? It's ready. Okay. It's bright green, so okay. I won't lose it. All right. Fabulous. Um, let's get started with the elder statesman, Scott, the baby boomer. You are in the hot seat. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Wahoo. <laughs> Seems pretty excited. Yeah. I could feel the energy yes. emanating. Yeah. Yes. this <laughs> thing. Okay, here's your first question. This one is from Andrea, so this is something millennials would be more apt to know. In this Disney Channel original movie released in 1999, Cody Griffin is living a great life. He's a star swimmer, and a girl named Sam shows interest in him, and his adoptive family loves him. Then he starts turning into a merman. What is the name of the movie? You know, just a typical life. You just start turning into a merman. Yeah. What a deep storyline. I think it's funny that Mark said merman. Thank you. Merman, (laughs) sorry. Like Ethel. I was trying to be... (laughs) Yes, that too. The boomers will get that. Uh All right. He he turned into a merman. I'm just laughing because everyone else is laughing. That's Uh all. All right. So your options are the 13th year, Johnny Tsunami... The color of friendship, or a ring of endless light—all good titles. All yeah. Disney Channel original movies. Okay, I disagree on the titles. Actually, <laughs> that's that's my vote. But you know, it's just one. I thought it was going to be the sweet life of Cody Banks. Huh? Oh no! <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that the sweet life something? of Zach and Cody? Something that, that is one, that yes. is one of them. Okay, read me the titles. All right, again. Uh, the 13th year, Johnny Tsunami, The Color of Friendship or A Ring of Endless Light. What was the name? It was released in 1999. Disney Channel original movie. Johnny Tsunami. Okay, good guess. It is actually the 13th year. Oh. Good guess, I just there, want. There was a water tie-in. I just want you to know when Disney Plus came out, I was this was my movie as a kid. So I went and was like, I'm so excited to rewatch this. It is the cringiest movie you will ever watch as an adult in your life. It's horrible. <laughs> it's terrible acting. It's horrible. Okay. Well, I just want Boomer Scott to know that if he wanted to order one of those mermaid, like you can actually order a mermaid. Um, you know, the bottom so that when you go swimming. Uh-huh. So if he ever wanted to be a merman, there, there's a possibility there. I just wanted him to know his options. Thanks, Christy. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Translated, there's not a chance in the world that's happening. <laughs> All right. Uh, that would be a point for the millennials. Woo! All right. Got it down. Okay. 
Um, all right, next up is a question from Christy. This is something Gen X would be more apt to know. In her early teenage years, young Christy was quick to take notice when an intelligent young gentleman appeared before her. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was the medical prodigy Dr. Douglas Hauser, a.k.a. Doogie Hauser, M.D. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, I used to love this show. Uh, the television series followed Doogie's daily trials as a surgeon and his desire to be a normal teenager who just wanted to borrow his dad's car and take teenage Christy out on a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. That's what I thought, anyway. Uh-huh. All right, so Doogie had a best... <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> it's in the sequel. It was, it was, a, it was in the a script. subtle plot line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Christy script in her head. Uh, Doogie had a best friend on the show, though who also caught the eyes of many young teenage girls. Who was Doogie's best friend? What was his name? Andrew, have you have you heard of Doogie Hauser? No. Okay. Well, actually, we talked about this the other day in the office, but I all thought you guys were saying Dewey Hauser. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Mark, do you remember this show? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was Didn't a pretty he, big hit. He would, like, write on his computer like a journal at the end yes right? That's at the what end I he'd always okay. kind of like have like some deep thoughts from Doogie. exactly yeah yeah okay or not so deep speaking of journal entry that that question was pretty <laughs> that was a journal <laughs> entry yeah. in its own. i was Even inspired for Christy. i was yeah. inspired was by two pager yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> all right andrea here are your options wait 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 this oh wait no question. scott sorry yes yeah. okay scott thank you sorry if andrea knows i'll, I'll I'll okay. defer. Team up. Scott, have no. you seen Doogie Hauser? I, I, I okay. remember the show. Okay, so he's got a little memory that that did. Do you remember right. who played Doogie Hauser? It's the guy that was, yeah, I don't remember, Patrick something or other. Yeah, Neil yeah. Patrick okay. Harris, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I almost asked that question, but I thought he might remember that. Yeah. I, I do right. remember that. Doogie's best friend's name. Was it Joey, Vinny, Leo, or Freddie? If I was Doogie Hauser and I was a young... Prodi- uh-huh. Prodigy, doctor, surgeon, doctor, surgeon, dude. <laughs> I would definitely need a sidekick named Freddy. Okay. Mm. Oh. All right. I like the reasoning. The best friend on Doogie Hauser MD was Vinny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that was tough. Those are all like the that's Italian tough. lobster names. So. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Vinny. All right. Okay, so that would be a point for Gen X. Chaplain Justin, score update, please. Yeah, millennials with one, Gen X with one, and Boomer so far with zero. All right. My suspicion is not for long. <laughs> Round two's coming up. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. <laughs> It's Wednesday morning. It's round two of the Wednesday game, Battle of Generations. Uh, Gen X one, Millennial one, Boomers zero. Andrea, you are in the hot seat. Feeling hot, hot, hot. That sounds painful. It's really hot. <laughs> you know, it's warm this week. The hot seat is not great this week. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so your first question is from Scott the Baby Boomer. So a chance for Scott to get on the board or for you to take the lead. Okay. Your first question, again, this is something Baby Boomers would be more apt to know. Before Robert Stack hosted the popular Unsolved Mysteries series, which was in the 80s and 90s, he played the role of Elliot Ness 
in which 1960s television crime drama? Mm. Wow, Scott. I wish everybody could see Andrea's face during the reading of that question. <laughs> She's like, completely puzzled. What is this? I'm going to get new wrinkles on my face as I get older from these questions. Like, you, what? You remember Unsolved Mysteries, though, right? Do you know about Unsolved Mysteries? No. That was no. such a great show. It's like Dateline and the It's no idea. I have no idea any of this. Oh, yeah. It was a classic show yeah. for a long time. Okay, well, oh, no. I can give you options. I would and, love and options. And he had, like, the best voice, too. The best, the yes, best narrating. narration voice. Yeah. It's kind of like the Dateline NBC guy. It's yes. Just pretty, yeah. Someone send me a YouTube clip after this. <laughs> okay. I got you. Um, all Thank right, you. so he played the role of Elliot Ness in which 1960s television crime drama? Okay. Was it Dragnet, Gangbusters, The Untouchables, or Manhunt? Man, this is a total guess. There is no logic to why okay. it's just it's just total doing shot it. In the dark. Yep, manhunt. Manhunt. Okay. Sure. In 1960s, he played the role of Elliot Ness in The Untouchables. Oh. Okay. It was an early drama about the adventures of the FBI. Which interesting. Do you think that was that the kind of the. What was behind the movie, The Untouchables, that came out had Kevin Costner and several. Okay, there yep, you go. Prequel to that. was a great movie, it by was the, the way. It was a, and it was a book by okay. Elliot Ness before it was... Really? Yeah. Y'all okay. just have a great conversation here. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting like, here. I don't care. I, don't, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, so that is a point for the baby boomers. Mm. We're all tied up, right? Tied up at one, according to this sticky note. <laughs> okay, all right, which is what we're going with. <laughs> all right, so, um, Andrea, here's your next question. This one's from Christy, so something Gen X would be more apt to know. Okay. Captain Kangaroo was a children's television series that aired weekday mornings on CBS for 29 years. Wow. Do you <laughs> yes. remember Captain Kangaroo? That's almost as old as me. <laughs> uh, it was built around the life in the treasure house. Captain Kangaroo would tell stories, he would meet guests, and indulge in silly stunts with characters, both humans and puppets. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, who played Captain <laughs> Kangaroo? Oh, <laughs> shoot, Lauren! I don't I need I, you. Like I know Captain Kangaroo. I have no idea. Yeah. This Wait, is, was I, he like in a costume or like a voice or? No, he was just a regular middle-aged guy. Um, but he was called Captain Kangaroo because he his jacket had big pockets on it, kind of like a kangaroo. Oh, yeah, that's he was fun. He was the captain. I love it. <laughs> Did he have actual kangaroos in his jacket? No. Oh, that would have been next level. That would have been though. That's a great yeah. idea. Mm. Bring it back. We got to do it. Okay, here are your options. Okay, is it Bob Keishan? Clayton Moore, John Hart, or Adam West? You know. Wait a minute. Okay. Is this a this is a kid show, right? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. If you have Hart in your last name, I just feel like <laughs> this is again a shot in the dark, right? But if you have okay. Hart in your last name, it just sounds like you should be. Your career is set from your birth. You're on a kid show. Okay. That's like you it. were destined to be. Her yeah. logic is a lot like mine. <laughs> I've been hanging out with you too much. <laughs>
There's, there's no logic to the logic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Baffling, but still entertaining. <laughs> All right. So I'm Captain here, Kangaroo for 29 years was played by Bob Keeshan. Oh. Hey, do I get extra points if I can tell you who those other three guys were? Oh. No, no, just for fun. Why not? You know, Clayton Moore, John Hart. Clayton Moore was the Lone Ranger. Oh, okay. Whoa. Adam, was it Adam West? Adam West was Batman. Batman? Yeah. Okay. Oh, All right. I did not uh, John Hart? I don't actually remember that. <laughs> No bonus, <laughs> no bonus points. But, but not a kid's show. But, but not a kid's show yet. All right. Uh, score update, Chaplin Justin. Got Boomers 1, Gen X 2, right? And Millennials 1. Okay. All right. It's a tight matchup. Christy heading into the final round with the lead. Woo-hoo. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Captain. Morning, Captain. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. It's down to the final round of the Wednesday game Battle of Generations. Chaplain Justin, score update for us. And we got Boomers with one, Gen X two, Millennials one. Okay. All right. So uh, in a moment, we'll put Christy in the hot seat here. Final round. This is a chance for you to keep your winning streak alive. That's right. I am right now, I have the cheese medallion. So I am a, a reigning champ. Uh-huh. And uh, just want to say on behalf of all Gen Xers, you're welcome. <laughs> and thank you for all your support. Okay. okay. You haven't won yeah. yet, you know. The, <laughs> okay. I don't I don't know how well the pre-victory speech <laughs> right. works out for right. people. But Which, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll I see. Mean, you know, imaginary <laughs> points for confidence. All right, Christy, <laughs> you are in the hot seat. All right. Um, so, first question is from Andrea. If she gets this, ties ties things up. Uh-oh. Uh, otherwise, you take a pretty commanding lead. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. In the Christian movie Extreme Days, four friends embark on one last road trip adventure. Surfing, skating, snowboarding, even paintballing across the West Coast. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when Jesse surprises Ryan on the plane, what nursery song does she finally sing to him? Is it like a nursery rhyme? Like nursery yeah, song? Yeah, like a, like a nursery song. Okay. Don't worry, there's options. Okay. So Jesse surprises Ryan on the plane. What nursery song does she finally sing to him? Is it Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Old MacDonald Had a Farm, Itsy Bitsy Spider, or The Farmer in the Dell? I just want you to know, this is an Anson and Kara question, because I went to them, and I said, name something from your millennial childhood, and they said, we watched this so many times at youth group. I'd only seen it a few times at a friend's house. Okay. But this might, like, connect with the older millennials. Christian movie, Extreme Days. Mm. All right. Chaplain Justin, have you seen this? It, Anson and Kara tried to show me a clips on a on the way to a retreat, and I wanted it to stop immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that was my take. Okay, you can watch the entire thing for free on YouTube. Okay, it that says a lot. Now, too. Do you know this, Scott? My kids had this on a VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> on a VHS tape, wow. yes. Okay. Um, yes, they did. So the Farmer That's in the awesome. Dale and Farmer in the Dale. Farmer uh-huh. in the Dale. <laughs> okay. She has what was say. the one before that one? Uh, Itsy Bitsy Spider, Old MacDonald Had a Farm, oh, or oh Twinkle God. Twinkle Little Star. Ooh, man. The Does- whole thing of the movie was Jesse can't sing. And so the fact that she sings this song... Okay. Was like breakthrough. 
move of the spirit. She loves him. Is <laughs> okay. what it was. What that? Well, the girls felt that way. I don't know about the boys. Again, I wanted the movie to stop. <laughs> I can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> All right, Christy, what do you think? I'm I'm gonna say maybe Farmer in the Dell, just because you got to really kind of sing that. Okay. I, I don't know. All right. If Andrea gets this, you're all tied up. Otherwise, Christy takes the lead. It was the farmer and the Dell. Oh! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Wow. I mean, it's fate. That's all I know. Uh-huh. It really is worth going to YouTube and just start it. Uh, wow. Ignore Justin. Disagree. <laughs> All right. One final question. Christy has secured a victory here, so the pressure's off. Oh, yeah. Uh, But this is a chance for Scott to score another point for the baby boomers. All right. Your question is, where might budding boomer biologists go to obtain sea monkeys? Oh. I, I actually love sea monkeys. But I need options. As <laughs> okay. much as I love them. All right. Uh, was it the pet store, comic book ads, right in to Mr. Wizard TV show, TV show, or the drugstore? Oh, okay. I'm not tracking here. Is this a with childhood this, thing for you, Scott? With this when question. was this? About the, okay, childhood. Yeah. I mean, I would guy. say, I mean, definitely, probably you could ask Mr. Wizard. I remember Mr. Wizard. Um, you know what? He used to do this thing where he'd hold an egg, and if he gripped it all the way around, like I guess the pressure would keep it from breaking, and it was pretty awesome. So I, I did it over at some friend's house. I was like trying to show him Mr. Wizard, and and I had egg yolk all over the kitchen. <laughs> of course you did. Multiple times. <laughs> I remember my friend's mom was like, what are y'all doing? And they're like, Christy's Mr. Wizard. Like, But it was terrible. Anyway... Um, I'm just going to go with Mr. Wizard because I love him. To, to quote Chaplain Justin, <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> that was a Christ, uh, picture of Christy like, no, guys, really, Mr. Wizard, no, this time. Yeah, yeah no, this guys, time. Really. This I, I literally did it like three seven times. Seven eggs later. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It never worked. Never. So I don't know what he was doing. But All right. So where my budding boomer biologists go to obtain sea monkeys? Comic book ads. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, you know what? That's okay, though. That's okay. <laughs> because you're still ahead. Because yeah. I still won. Right. Was this a big deal in comic books, I'm assuming? Uh, you know what sea monkeys were? Uh-huh. Okay. Sea monkeys were the little brine the, the shrimp. Little, yes. Mm-hmm. And the ads for them had, like, the mama sea monkey and the baby sea monkey oh, and the daddy sea monkey. Sea monkey and the mama and the daddy had the little crowns on. That was the that was the cartoon ad. Okay. But the ads showed up saying you could send away for your sea monkeys. Okay. Uh, in the back of almost every comic book. Uh-huh. So a big deal. With two brothers in the house, you had the three of us between the... We had a ton of comic books. Yeah. And so, yes, we actually sent off for our sea monkeys one time. And we're very disappointed that there were no discernible crowns on the heads of our sea monkeys. <laughs> that, the brine yeah. shrimp just really... It's not the same. It's like, why do you even call these monkeys of any sort? <laughs> these aren't real. Have, have you talked to anyone about that? <laughs> Chaplain Justin will be here to process that yeah, with we, you. We might process it. <laughs> just a little I'm, bit. I'm not bitter over it. No. Just, no. no. Hey, valiant effort by Scott and the Baby Boomers. Um, that was two points for you guys. Um, Andrea, well done. Picked up a point for the Millennials. We tried. It's fine. Good effort. Yeah. And two weeks in a row, the victory goes to Jen yes! X. 
Yes. Thank you all. Thanks for coming out today. I do have an unsolved mysteries quote. Okay. From Robert Stack. Okay. The tagline. For every mystery, someone somewhere knows the answer. Perhaps that person is watching tonight. Perhaps it is you. Ooh, oh, that's right. I feel like that was meant for me. <laughs> yes. That, that quote was directly directed for to you. me. All right. Congratulations, <laughs> no Jet X. <laughs> Way to go, Christy. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. Chaplain Justin is in the house. Good morning. Good morning, Chaplain Justin. No. Thanks for hanging uh, hanging out with us and bringing all your wisdom up in here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, we'll here. see. It. Well, time will tell. We, uh, we did want to ask you about this. Uh, just the other day, Christy and I were talking about, Christy's been listening to some good motivational talks. And okay. They were talking about the um, the connection to our spiritual and the physical, like our physical bodies, right? Yes, yeah. And I was thinking, as she was talking, man, a lot of times it feels like to me, maybe just maybe my experience, but in the American church, a lot of times we keep those things separate, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. Hey, if you're struggling, go read your Bible, go right. pray. Mm-hmm. And never comes up like, maybe like God designed our bodies to do something too. Mm-hmm. Like that part of kind of reconnecting, refocusing might be even a physical solution as well Mm -hmm. so we're curious your take on it wow goodness there's a lot of layers to this um (laughs) let's see let's start way back in the day uh you'll see it in the epistles in the new testament that there is a key heresy that was floating around in the church that had to do what was called gnosticism which basically said the spirit is good the body is bad hmm and whenever we talk about kind of the common, you know, like you're, you're saying, it's like, we're actually kind of in that we're sometimes. We're still going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is, that, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but did God create the soul and the body is the question, you know? Um, whenever we are in heaven, will we be disembodied spirits? No. We'll have resurrected bodies that will be free from sin and all the effects of sin. And so what would that look like to uh, kind of anticipate that heavenly kind of being, soul and body, interconnected, that's pure and holy in the here and now? Uh, well, they're going to they're gonna be connected. Uh, theologically, another way to say it is psychosomatic. We are psychosomatic beings, which is just a Latin dead language way of okay. saying soul and body beings okay. interconnected. Right. Yeah. And so... Uh, what we do with our souls, say worshiping, uh, scripture and things like that, can affect our bodies. You can even see that in heart rate, blood pressure. Mm. You can see that with uh, a boost in the immune system. The studies have gone through this. Um, you could go the other way around. Uh, our bodies, say exercising uh, 30 minutes, can improve mood. In fact, it does improve mood. So uh, even someone who has major depressive disorder and really goes through it, the lows, can consistently exercise um, for at least 30 minutes and it will help. It won't cure, it won't fix, but it it will help them walk through the day better. Mm. And so um, let alone, let's say I'm riding my bike and I'm listening to worship music and I'm singing. Right. So now we're compounding the positive effects, both spiritual and physical. Yeah, yeah. And I think God's happy with that. And I think it helps us. 
That's um, really good. That's awesome. Yeah, um, one gentleman I was listening to was just talking about the the quickest, and you and I have talked about this too, Justin. Um, quickest way to just change your emotional state of being is to get physically active. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. and that that could look like just going for a walk, right? Or truly as simple as adjusting your body and just breathing differently, mm-hmm. you know, and just really if paying attention to your physical and that will then change your state of being emotionally right. like there's so much power in that and uh, i appreciate that because i do i think you're right mark sometimes we forget in the church body that your physical body is just as important as mm-hmm. as your spiritual mm-hmm. you know in your brain even what we know about the brain now is a lot of our executive functioning and thinking being able to reason is in our prefrontal cortex but whenever our emotions are flooded our prefrontal cortex is shut off. Mm-hmm. One of the best ways to turn it back on is to move physically, and then you'll be able to think better to work through your emotions and make a good choice. Yeah. So all these things are connected. And what a perfect week this week with this weather. Yeah, right? absolutely. To do a little something good for our soul. Go yeah. outside, go for a walk yeah. or a jog or whatever, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Play yeah. with the kids outside just to stir the good stuff in us. Yeah, and yeah. worship as we go. Let's yeah. take advantage of it. Mm, that's so good. Today when I'm playing pickleball, I'm just going to yell out, I'm working on my prefrontal cortex. <laughs> yeah, that'll help you make <laughs> friends for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Chaplain Justin. You're welcome. Ready for some good news? We are too. Here's your positive difference story of the day. All right, so the city schools in Decatur, Georgia, in that area, announced that somebody had completely eliminated all the student school lunch debt. It turns out it was the Arby's Foundation, like the Arby's food chain. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, okay, interesting. Uh, The development comes as uh, the districts had really needed some relief. They'd had some pretty serious financial constraints. That led to a decision that they had to provide alternative meals to students who had outstanding lunch charges. So... They had outstanding lunch charges. The kids couldn't get the regular meal at the school. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal for those kids. So the Arby's Foundation stepped in with over $200,000. Oh, my goodness. To pay off the $88,000 lunch debt at that school. And then they decided to jump in for a couple other school districts. $73,000 for another one and uh, another $8,000 at one in Fuller County. The effort is part of their $1 million nationwide initiative by the parent company of Arby's aimed at alleviating school lunch debt at over 750 schools all across the country. Wow. That's a cool idea. That's amazing. For a company to do. I've heard about individuals going in. Yeah. Like, sure. Even if it's for a couple of kids. Right. Or for a company to step in and be like, hey, we can put a couple more zeros on that check. Yeah. Now that's amazing. That's really cool. Stuart Brown's the executive director of their foundation. He said, we're honored to have partnered with so many local school districts to help those students enjoy lunchtime with their classmates and ease the burden on parents. I bet it does. Mm -hmm. That is our Positive Difference story of the day. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. Um, So the Carnival Cruise Line ship just rescued one of them two people who were stranded in a kayak on monday in the middle of the ocean carnival's jubilee crew discovered the two men off the coast of mexico uh, isla mueres the pair said they had been using the kayak to stay afloat after their boat sank so they're out in the middle of it wow. just in a kayak 
the news came after another vote about the Carnival Vista rescued six men near the Dominican Republic last month after their cargo vessel capsized. It also happened with the Carnival Mardi Gras a few months ago when they had to rescue some stranded sailboat folks in August. So those cruise ships. Yeah. Maybe maybe those that were stranded planned that. By the way, the they story like, does say they don't get to stay on the cruise ship. Oh, they don't get <laughs> no, to stay. No, I was thinking maybe tra- they were like, you know, the Carnival like, Cruise Line does come through this area. If so, we go out on a kayak. Yeah, look really, really rough. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, new free wait vacation they plan. cruise by. Something and, like that. Hey, help, help, mayday. <laughs> Do you guys have a buffet? <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing a party to you. It's time for the Marketplace Grill Birthday Bash. It's Wednesday, January 31st. And celebrating today, Leroy Bedwell turning 80 in Gravit. And Levi Nolan turning the big 4-0 in Siloam Springs. And Jill Teague in Siloam having a birthday. As well as Garrett Witherspoon turning 12 in Prairie Grove. And Shannon Philpott in Decatur having a birthday. And Pippa Honea turning 11 in Siloam Springs. Kelsey Amos... 18, officially an adult today in Gravit. And Josie Everett and Rogers turning seven. And Amber Everett and Rogers also having a birthday today. Happy birthday also to Sophie Waddell and Rogers turning nine. Also Joyce Sizemore and Janet uh, Gossiviner. I tried really hard. Uh, 60, they're twins. That's kind of fun. Gosfiner? Uh, yeah, Gosfiner. Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday. Amelia Tittle in Springdale's 11 today. Cadence Gant in Springdale's 10. Also, Berlin DeVault in Prairie Grove, 18 today. Uh, Keely Daniela in Rogers turns 14. Tia Marie uh, turns 11 in Langley, Oklahoma. And Parker Hedman in Fayetteville turns 16 today. Okay, in Fayetteville. And then uh, Macy Irwin. Turning 12 in Springdale. Happy okay. birthday, everybody. All right. Lots of birthdays today. And let's make a little surprise phone call. Hello. Hi, good morning. It's Mark and Christy from KLRC Radio. We were hoping to catch Tia. Yeah, hang on just a minute. There she is. Hi. Hi. Hey, Tia. Good morning. It's Mark and Christy from KLRC. Happy birthday. Thank you. You bet. Do you have any big plans today? Um, well, I have to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's tough on your birthday. It's like adulting early. Um, I'm opening a present. I just got a huge crochet kit. Ooh, a, crochet a crochet kit, kit for your wow. birthday. Nice. Well, are you going to make a blanket or what would you make? Um, maybe like a little more. More little flowers. Oh, nice. You're pretty good at that. Yeah, That's you pretty sound awesome. like you're pretty creative. That is That's really amazing. Creative. <laughs> hey, we have some good news for you. You're our winner today of the Marketplace Birthday Bash. So we're going to send you a gift certificate to celebrate, okay? Okay, thank you. 